breaking news in the NFL. The Tennessee Titans game set for the Steelers on Sunday is postponed. The Titans coming out with another positive test on Wednesday, bringing their total to four players. We were waiting for a press conference from head coach Mike Vrabel. It is scheduled for uh, early, early afternoon, but we're going to wait to see if that happens. But this is the latest development following the Tennessee Titans having an outbreak of COVID. The total number of players now up to four. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now here's Tunch and Wolf. Welcome to the locker room. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. And, uh, you know, we are here and uh, the game is not going to be played. You heard the... Uh, the national media uh, talk about it, and um, you know, you know, Wolf. You know, yesterday you were saying that if you player forfeit, man, player and forfeit, I'm still of the same mindset. Yeah. This is a not a good thing. And you know, you listen to Ben Roethlisberger. Ben felt the same way. You yeah, know, it was all about move ahead, but bigger minds, that's for sure, than mine <laughs> uh, are out there, and they're they've decided to solid to proceed. So uh, let me ask you a question. How ask do you away. how do you get coordinate uh, a game late in the season? Because uh, uh, you know the Titans, I don't think have the same uh, bye week as uh, no. The they got to move. So there's something with the Ravens, and again, you know, I can't even coordinate getting here today right. Right. You know what I mean? I got all things going on. So if you're asking me how to schedule this stuff. You know, and I know it's a facetious question because right. you would not ask me for directions nor for scheduling right, because right, you know right, right. how fractured I am, right? But the fact of the matter is, this this is what bothers me. All right, this game goes on in the future. Uh, you got two, three, and O teams. All right, this is this is a yeah. big early meeting. What happens if Derrick Henry's hurt, or what if happens if Ben Roethlisberger is hurt? Wait, you know, down wanna, on the road in the future. Right, 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 right. But I, you know, I want to uh, know. That the Steelers knock the excessive rust off them uh, this week. Uh, you know, you know, it, 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 they're knocking rust off every week and every week, every week. Right, and uh, that that's cool. This but is the fourth preseason game. Yeah, I know. Uh, what are you going to have a scrimmage this weekend? I mean, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. This this really does bother me because they were really just starting, I thought, they were just starting to begin to hit their stride. Some teams hit it a little bit earlier, some later. I just thought the Steelers were right in a position where things were starting to come together and they were starting to play with that regularity that training camp benefits right. you and a whole offseason benefits you. Because remember, as we go back, you know, everybody was missing, as Mike Tomlin put it, about a thousand snaps in the offseason. Right. All right. So now you're way behind you're, you're way behind, but you're working way out. And yeah. they were actually, I thought, cresting the hill, getting ready to be the team that they could be. Yeah. And what bothers me again in this is that if this is just all right, fourth guy and five office people what do you do when uh, there's three and three or something or two and two? I, I don't know. I mean, this is this is really bothersome because, as Ben said, everybody – he, he said – and this is what I like. He said basically what, what Ben said is we're paying due diligence to staying home, not doing things, all right, doing, uh, you know, in-house homeschooling the kids, and this is why we had practice squad guys. Right, all right, right. So that you could go ahead, play the game. 
Now the problem is you got people like in Vegas where they're you know the Raiders they're going out to fundraisers. They, they went out to a charity event exactly. and they, they didn't wear masks. They're not wearing masks. They're mingling with a lot of people and they did no temperature checks. They did nothing. And my problem is well if you got everybody in Pittsburgh doing the right thing and then you got somebody in Vegas and they're not paying attention and they bring some they have a COVID outbreak uh, that that really honks me off. Right. All yeah. right. Yeah. And uh, Derek Carr. Uh, was leading the pack. Yeah, I mean, what are you doing here? I mean, you know, I, again, Vrabel came out and said, listen, don't blame the Titans organization. We're doing everything. We're sticking by the protocol, and I can understand that. Right. There's no blame to assess there. But when you see national media taking pictures of the of the Vegas Raiders out there partying up with no masks and that, okay, now you already got a problem. Right. You got an issue. So what do you do? If they come down with a COVID outbreak, um, do you say, all right, we got to postpone? Well, that they brought it on themselves. Yeah. You know, so this is the, the, the aggravating feelings that I got about the whole so issue. So, you know, I, I like what you said. Uh, Which was? Forfeit. <laughs> Oh, yeah. play or forfeit. Play or forfeit. Yeah, that's uh, what I would like. Yeah. You know, my only thought was if the game got moved to, to Monday, okay. All right. The other thing I would see, I mean, it's not, I didn't want it, but if you're going to do something like that, to me, that makes more sense than moving it later in the season. The other aspect that now you create uh, was, and, and this is what I thought the NFL was going. If you looked at, uh, you know, soccer, one of the big things that soccer did when they sh- they shut down and they opened up, they started playing games all during the week. Right. Well, that's a lot of national cheddar money coming in because they're playing you know nationally televised games over in Europe or whatever, universally. I don't know what you even call it in between nations, but you know yeah, they they got big games going on, so they're making up a lot of revenue to make up for the lack of people in the stands. I thought, whoa, maybe the NFL might do something like that. I saw read a sports guy. Uh, New York Times the other day said something. Don't be surprised if they move it to Tuesday and they get great ratings that they start doing stuff like that. So we'll see. Yeah, but I don't know this this postponed to late in the season. I thought they were going to play it Tuesday. Did you think it was Tuesday yeah, or Monday? Yeah, Tuesday night. Okay, because there's a Monday night game. Right, right, and right. So uh, you know, Tuesday night football would not be bad. Well. <laughs> We used to have conversations about how Thursday football and everything else was coming on. It was a lot, but I, I'm I, I've been enjoying it ever since the quarantine. It's like the more sports you can get, the better it is, right? You know. And so back in the day when you and I were, nah, you know, Thursday there's too much games, you know, and this and that. But now it's like it's nice, yeah. You know. So my point again in this whole thing is the unintended consequences that roll out from this. And again, right. I go back to. What happens in injuries? If this game was played this Sunday, you know, you got one thing. If it's played later in the year, if if you've got injuries, I, I don't know. It yeah. just starts to... To win later in the year. Well, uh, the, there's a the bye week thing that somebody laid out. And again, that's for a bigger brain than me. Right. But it's about the Ravens got eight, Steelers got seven. You could switch this with that, and I don't know. You know, it's it's one of those things. So maybe that's what they're going to do. But then I know this: if the Steelers have to move their bye week, now you got thirteen weeks straight of of uh, you know playing football and no bye week. Right. Well, you know this I mean? is a bye week. That's what I'm saying. If you got and you have done it, so uh, at that point now you're you're running straight to the end of the season. Yeah. And if you got injuries and dings and stuff like that, your healing week is gone. 
Yeah, you know, so, I, I don't know how the, I don't know how they uh, coordinated. No, this is this is distressing to me. Yeah, you know, it really is. Uh, I don't know how you feel about it anymore because I know you wanted it to be Monday, and and again, I would have preferred Monday over later in the year. Yeah, you know, but certainly I would. I in my mind, you know, I go back to I got Ben's quote down here somewhere, and. Ben said this. He said, we are preparing to play a game Sunday like we should be, and they need to prepare to play the game Sunday however they need to do it. And I think he's right in that. You know, again, going back to extra practice squad players, the ability to protect certain people on that extra practice squad player type developmental thing, okay? Yeah. You got extra people, and you go into the game with extra people. If you're adhering to the protocols and doing everything you can, go ahead and play the game, and it's a tough Tough year in the sense of, okay, if you got a, if you're at a disadvantage because you get no practices and the other team gets practices, so be it. But I'll say this, you know what, Luke, you could have just moved it to Monday, right? They have a, right. they open it up, they have a walkthrough on Saturday or on Sunday. They could be like we did back in, uh, uh, what was it, eighty one in in Miami. We were practicing for a, a Thursday game on Wednesday, full pads on the turf at Three Rivers. Doing one on ones, and John Colbin and, and John Banizak are getting in a fist fight. Yeah. Right, they're fighting in during one on ones. This is the day before a game. Yeah, we're all in pads. We're rolling around on the turf, slugging it out. We finish practice. We fly straight to Miami, and then we play the game the next night. They could do that. Hey, the, if we did it back in '81, certainly the Titans can do it. I think the uh, the Titans have a bye week on the 24th of October. Is that what it is? Yeah. All right, so however they're going to do it, all I'm telling you is we used to do it, <laughs> you know? I mean, uh, you know, you, you got a little, uh, you know, a tough practice, well, so be it. You know, put the pads on and go big boy up and do it. So that's, I'm kind of frustrated with it. Um, I think that uh, as much as possible until you, unless there was just such a deficit of, of COVID positive players, and maybe that's the whole thing. Maybe they think, well, Maybe this is just the tip of uh, the COVID positives coming out. But I certainly want to know. I hope that there's not false positives in so, there. So, you know, I, 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 I'm thinking the uh, Titans have the 24th uh, the week before the Steelers have right. the bye week. Though they can move it. My only point in that is this. However they decide to move that, it still means that the Steelers got to go 13 straight weeks. Yeah. You know? Yeah, but, you know, this is the bye week. I'm, that's what I'm saying. But you got a bye week now. But what do you need a bye week after three games? Right. You know what I mean? That's the whole thing. A bye week you want half, roughly halfway through the season, somewhere where you can get some rest for the guys. They can rehab. They can do whatever right. they need to do. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So that's where I'm. I'm I wish that they would have pointed to, but um, I'm sorry, pointed to play or forfeit or at the worst, go to Monday night and uh, you know have at it then. Yeah. I. You know. I'm 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 curious. I'm curious as to you know if they're going to reschedule like you said during right. that right. Well, I I would think that's the only way you could do it. Are you going to start extending the season? I mean, you're going to shuffle bye weeks around. Well, I only if it is conducive. What about if teams it's not conducive? Yeah, you know what I mean. I mean, do you do you start to pile games at the end of the year? And I know that they've reserved. They've reserved Super Bowl, you know, Raymond James, whatever, for not just February, but I think March and April. Maybe that's the indicator that the league was preparing to do this all along. Maybe uh, the 
teams that uh, have COVID uh, positives, uh, they move the wild card weekend back a week. I don't know. My again, my point was you save your movement stuff for the right. playoffs because yeah. then if you got to go two weeks till a game, so yeah, be it. yeah. But, but you but, know, I I think they're going to push the uh, wild card games back a week. It could be, or it could be more because <laughs> you know if this stuff starts piling up, look out. All right, we got to take a break. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and there's no game this Ouch. week. Ouch. All right, uh, we'll take a break, and we'll be back after this. first guy that came up and Dermani Dawson asked me if I golfed and I said yeah he invited me to his country club and you know the country club I'd been to is the one that I caddied at in Akron you know those are the types of of guys that I was fortunate to to be around you know I lived in Mark Bruner's basement every spring I'd cut drive over from Columbus and the Rooney family was is a great organization have been since they they founded the team and it was an honor to, to play there for four years. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So we're back. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room. And that was Mike Vrabel talking about the Steelers, talking about the Monty Dawson and uh, uh, the two of them playing golf. And, uh, and uh, Mike Vrabel... About- Talking about his experience with the Rooney family, right. coming up as a Steeler, how much he appreciated it. And you know what? I, it gives me a little insight, too. Look at the organization he's got going down there. Look right. at the team he's fielding. Yeah. Doesn't it remind you a little bit of the uh, the Bussy years, you know, the Bill Cowher, yeah, uh, uh, you know, fist in exactly, the face, exactly. Ryan Tannehill, tough guys. Do you see his offensive line? I mean, they're they're a tough offensive line, but you know the defensive line is not that tough. No, they, but let they me ask you have, something. They only have four sacks, right? But let me ask and you something. They only have four picks. Okay, when you watch them, you know, I in their white uniforms. Does it does it is it me or does everybody look like they're jacked? Yeah, they they look I mean, like big. <laughs> they are big. They are big, and they're not just big. You know, two years ago they were on a vegan diet. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. No. Tell me. The defense was on a vegan diet. Yeah, I don't yeah. believe it. Yes. You, can't, you can't be that jacked and yeah. be on a vegan diet. Yeah. I'm sorry. That just. 
I look at them guys, and you know they come off the ball. That I'm excited about the offensive, the offensive line. line. The one thing I'm I'm going to miss with this contest being moved back, uh, however it's going to be moved back, is the fact that these guys. They, they play offensive line the way you want to see it done. They move people back. Right. They go after people. They assault people on the field. I love that. Right. You know, I mean, to, you and I, that's part of the game we love. And, and, and they assault people in the outside zone. They do. They don't do it. I mean, it's not exactly like we were back in our day when you tried to roll the line of scrimmage back when we had the high-velocity trapping game that was part of the essence of our offense. But though, these guys do come off the ball. They do grab grass. They do kick up dirt, and they do try to knock you back. Yeah, and you I like know, I, we never ran the outside zone. Would you have liked to run the outside zone? No. No, I like coming after people. I like, um, you know, the the closest we came was, remember we'd have a a 19 reach, you know, with the slip. Yeah. You know what I mean? 19, 18. uh, And you'd have that, you know, between you and the tackle. That's as close to a zone read as we came. But it was really like an inside zone read on an outside play. (laughs) You know, you know what? One of the things that uh, I like about the outside zone is you can commit to the outside. And you you don't have to. Uh, well, that's what Tennessee does. Yeah. They commit, but most teams don't the way these guys do. Right. These guys take that one step, and then you know they come off, and 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 if they take one lateral step, it's not too lateral. Right. You know they get on a track, but it's it's more angled and tighter. Yeah. And they physically come after you a little bit more. But I will say this: if Ty, um, let's see if I get his name correct here, but if it at left tackle, it's Ty Sambrello. Uh, we'll be better off than Taylor Luan. Yeah, Taylor Luan it, it, uh, caught a break because he's gonna he's got shoulder issues. Yeah, he's gonna play versus the Steelers. Is he good? Oh yeah, that's right. He will play. That's uh, I keep that forgetting that. They, yeah, they didn't just postpone it; they rescheduled it. Right. Okay. So anyhow, Chaluch, looking at this, one of the things I wanted to talk about was the passing game has really been. I think starting to come around, Ben's right. starting to knock the rust off. One of the good things I think about it, though, is that you've got uh, between Deontay Johnson, Juju, uh, James Washington, Eric Ebron, uh, Chase Claypool, and Vance, you spread all the targeting out. Remember right. when, uh, and I forget who wrote the, the article on it this morning, it was a great article, but uh, sp- they spread the wealth more now. Right. Back in the day between 013 and 018, that was uh, A B who yeah. had one and a half to two times the targets of the second most people. And A B was uh demanding the ball. He was. He was. And one of the things that it and did And then he he when he didn't get the ball, he was uh pouting. uh tantrum. Yes. Yeah. Remember when he attacked the water cooler in right. Cincinnati? Yeah. Like, please, come on. But the fact was it put Ben in a in a tough situation because he started to try to force the ball to A B to A B and Picks. Yes, and so the picks got bigger. One of the things he's doing now is if you look at the the way he's spreading the wealth, Deontay Johnson's got the most targets with 25. Then you got Juju with 19, James Washington with 15, Eric Ebron 14, Chase Claypool 9, and Vance 7. So to me, it seems like at least at this point in the season, you can't say and say, okay, this is your number one guy. You got to right. stop him or something like that. It's still spread out enough that I think it keeps Ben in control of where he wants to put the ball. Yeah, and uh, I think Ben has uh, been 
very, very good yes. as spreading the wealth around. No question yeah. about it. And I think he's knocking off that rust. He's got, uh, you know, he's he's been, I think, each and every week getting better. And even while now, he says, I ain't playing good. You know, you know, he is playing good. He's not playing maybe to his standards. Right. But he's everybody's winning while he's getting his sea legs back under him. You know, I, I thought uh, this week we were going to throw the ball my, uh, a lot because they don't have any good pass rushers. No, they don't have too many uh, yeah. pass rushers. But I'll say this. I like their inside linebackers. Yeah. Those guys there, they're – Rashad Mathis. Yeah. Is that who they are? I can't even remember the names. But, yeah, you got Rashawn Evans and Jayon Brown. Javon or Jayon Brown, one of the two. But the two of them, they come downhill and they get after it pretty good. Right. You know, they'll kick up some dirt when they hit you. Um, But, yeah, like you said, they're not much for pass rushing. But on the flip side, you know, you look at that line and with the the way they run Derrick Henry – um, their play action is killer. Right. Just killer. And, and you know when Ryan Tannehill throws a deep ball oh, he on throws the nice. play action pass. He does. You think he ni- he throws a nice arc ball or yeah. does he flatline it too much? Yeah, he, he throws a nice nice arc ball. Yeah, arc ball. Beautiful. Well, I look at that and I and I'm hoping I'm hoping that the, the Steelers well, again, if you've got this rescheduled for later and it's I wonder if it's definitively going to be at, at Tennessee. You know, think about that. I didn't even think about that. Are you going to schedule that to be down in Tennessee? I or? think, you know, because it's uh, Tennessee, you got to be at Tennessee. Okay, so if, it, if it's got to be, I would think it's got to be that bye week thing because if it's not, how do you you stack games up at the end of the year? That well, could, you know, I don't know if you shift Tennessee's bye week. To our bye week, or our bye week to Tennessee's okay. bye week. But either way, it's going to get done, and somehow you, you've got to roll with it. You know, it's funny, though, because you say to the, the Steelers would say, as Ben said, you should play the game or you should forfeit, basically, is what he's saying. Yeah, that's what we're supposed to do. But then the other way, you turn around and you say, well, okay, you're going to make the Steelers play 13 straight weeks without a bye week after this week. Um, that's a, that's a, that, that could be problematic, too, and that could come back to bite you towards the end of the year. Yeah, uh, and uh, you know I don't think so though. You don't Wolf, think? Uh, no, no, because this is uh, uh, between the four weeks of camp and the first uh, three weeks of of the season. You're at seven weeks, and uh, and it's not bad to having a bye week this week. Well, okay, so you're taking the thirty thousand foot view, right? Okay, I'm I'm just going to maintain my own. You know, I said it, and I'll stick with it. I, I just, I think they're making a mistake. But, you know, again, we'll see how it plays out. But certainly with the passing game here, what I love about Ben is he's also including, because like you got uh, James Conner just had four catches right. for 40 yards. Things are coming along. But who do you think they're going to start to feature? Because at some point in time, you know, right, it was Deontay Johnson. He was emerging as a, a featured target. Yeah, and he's going to be a featured target uh, again because he's going to be out of the concussion protocol. When he is? Yeah. When if they updated I haven't heard anything about No, but about him. you know, he's going to be out of the concussion protocol for next week, I think. You know, was didn't he wasn't he in concussion protocol last year after the Cleveland game? I, I don't I don't remember. Yeah, but I, I'm he, wondering about that. I I have to check that when we go off the air, but the fact is 
you know, you look at um, the, the these receivers here now. I, here's my suspicion. Wouldn't you? I'm think Chase Claypool. Okay, right. this is a time maybe you get more reps to Chase with Deontay down for the week, and you got a bye week like this. Um, to me, he is the one guy that could be a featured number one guy. Right. I mean, this guy's got AJ Green type of ability. I think. Yeah. You know, you look at it, and I, I don't know. It's exciting to me. Yeah, I, I you know, I like, uh, I like Chase Claypool. Uh, you know, he comes out of his breaks quickly, and he, uh, you know, he stutters uh, uh, well, and he's. Uh, He's a flyer. Oh, he's got a big catch yeah. radius, yeah. as you always talk about. Yeah. You know, and he's got strong hands. And I think, to me, he reminds me one of these guys that if you if you focus on him, he's going to get better as he goes along. He's going to – he yeah. understands his the dynamics of what it takes. He's used. He's big enough that he can fight double teams. He's big enough that he can fight the, the you know, the uh, – the, the, the corner that plays you know butt ball down the sidelines right he can he can um, avoid being knocked out of bounds or he can avoid making sure that he doesn't uh, limit the space where that Ben can drop the ball in and you know what I mean he's got great feet oh yeah uh, you know he, terrific he, feet yeah he's got great feet let me ask you something at what point do you think maybe you pull him a little bit back from special teams I, uh, I, I love yeah. him there but you know that's that's an issue that you might want to. Do you think they will do that? I think at some point you, you're going to have to. I mean, the kid is really top notch. Um, he's he's one of these guys that's a hard worker. He's one of these guys that um, you watch and see what he's, uh, you know, uh, what he you know watch and see what he's capable of doing. And I think um, I think uh, the, you know he's. You got to pull him off at some point. Yeah, you know he's going to be a featured receiver. Yeah, he's going to be of that spectacular. And you don't want to get him. Uh, you want to have him get a concussion on. Uh, I hate cover to see teams. that. You know, if you're a gunner, also the just the wearing down process. He's young. I mean, you can still do it for a while coming up, but at some point in time, you know, towards the last quarter of the season, I would think you might. I. He might make that second-year jump through the last quarter of the season the way Emmanuel Sanders and A.B. Yeah. did in rookie year four, you know, for uh, uh, Bruce Arians back in the day. Yeah. You know what I mean with Ben? Because he needed him. You know, you needed him there. Right. And, uh, you know, this is uh, – it's going to be interesting. Yep. Yeah, whether they pull Chase – off the special team. Would you do it? Because you're always one of them. He's young. Play him. You know. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, you yeah. wouldn't. You'd play him still yeah, at that special teams. Special teams. Well, you know. Yeah. Okay. I just think at some point in time when he becomes what he's needed, uh, you might want to. But we shall see. Yeah. All right. All right. We're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you're in the locker room, and we'll be back with your calls after this. Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. 
presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So when we play Breezin, it can only be one person. Indeed. The cool breeze, uh, Jerry Dulac from the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette and the Steelers Steelers Radio Network, brought to you by Frank B. Fuhrer Wholesale and Riley's Poorhouse in Carnegie where you can get enjoy Coors Light Monster Mugs for $5.75 during all college and pro football games. Jerry, welcome to the locker room. Well, boys, good morning, um, and uh, glad to be with you as always, even though there's no game this weekend. Yeah, there's no. Wow. What do you, what do you think about that, Jerry? Well, uh, you know, I could tell you that the last thing that the league wanted to do was postpone the game to a later date because this is just one game. What happens when it becomes and, – and while it could be convenient, it looks as though it would, will be convenient to reschedule it for October 25th. Um, you know, now <clears throat> if this happens with other teams, what do you do? Uh, you start re- – it might be more difficult to reschedule the schedule. Jerry, so l- let me ask you a question. Um, the uh, 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 October twenty fifth is uh, is the Tennessee Titans bye week, but we're uh, a week later. So how do you do that? Well, they will. They have to make sure that the Ravens are agreeable to move their game to their bye week is November first. And so then they will play uh, the Steelers on November 1st. Because of them, and then uh, the Steelers will move. That is the 20th. So they'll play that day, and then the Ravens and Steelers will play the following. You see? All right. So so that's how they would do it. We're violating the code, man. You don't want to move two people to fill one position. Right. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. And so, and so while that is fairly convenient that doesn't mean it will be the next time if there if something similar happens with another team so that you know so this is like the last thing they wanted to do um that's why they were willing to take it even into tuesday um but it has nothing to do with trying to help out the titans in terms of practice or preparation uh this is this is their doing and these teams have been warned and told about this since the beginning what was going to happen if they tested positive, if they had an outbreak. And so this has more to do as they had another test today with the player and a uh, team official. They, this, they, there could be more. And so they're going to stop it right now before it gets closer. That's what I was pointing to in my mind. I'm thinking this can only mean that they're anticipating the possibility of more positive tests turning up before Sunday because of the fact of the matter is – you know, then you you would have another COVID break. Now, see, in my mind, I think the the biggest thing you needed to adhere to is the play or forfeit schedule, just because that's the the fairest way to do it for everybody. Because it's not to blame the Titans organization, but at the same time, it it shouldn't uh, hurt the Steelers going forward in in their year either. So. I, I'm, a, I'm really kind of uh, verklempt over the whole thing, Jer, because when you start to add in and sprinkle in like Vegas, okay, the fact that they had breaches in security, they got players attending fundraisers without masks, and the Steelers are trying to do apparently everything they can protocol-wise 
where in does is that going to end in a balance where okay, well, if Vegas has a COVID outbreak, do you let them move or forfeit? Well, uh, Wolf, to your point, I would imagine that the last thing the league wants to do is is forfeit a game in in a Steelers' favor. Um, but to your point. Um, while this is a global problem, of course, and this is a societal problem, of course, in this instance, it's the Titans' problem. And whether it was unwitting or not, somebody was somewhere where they shouldn't have been, and and again, whether unwittingly or not, and somebody carried it unwittingly or not to the rest of the players. And so, they again, since training camp, to be before training camp, they have all been told and lectured the teams and the teams have lectured the players about this you know how to protect yourself uh, you know ben roethlisberger said the other day he homeschools his kids and he doesn't right. let any outsiders in his house and so um i'm sure most of the players are probably trying to do that and if so if somebody slips up it's your problem it's not the league's problem it, be, it can become the league's problem but ultimately uh, the team that is responsible or the people responsible are the team and that team's player. And so they are the ones who, if there is going to be a punishment, they're going to have to absorb it. But, you know, by, by extension, the Steelers get punished because, one, they're on a roll, they want to play the game. Two, now you don't have a bye week the rest of the year, and your bye week, you practiced in your bye week anyway. So you really never had a bye week. So the league might have to make some concessions here along the line, which is possible. It's something they've talked about, adding a week at the end of the season to accommodate some of this if teams, uh, you know, if this situation such as this would arise. Well, that's interesting because now, again, you're talking about what the Steelers would go, what, 13 weeks? Without a... Without 13 a weeks for, yeah, yeah. 13 weeks for a team that, that, you know, intends to be in the postseason and probably will be. So now let's just say they play a couple more games and don't get a bye. Right. Now you're talking maybe 15 straight weeks playing. You and know, so, um, you know, that's what's difficult. You know, Jerry, you know, we were, we were contemplating what's going to happen. And if a number of teams, uh, outbreak COVID and, uh, have to, uh, uh, postpone their games, what do you think that, uh, what do you think about, uh, uh, the, uh, the wild card games postponing a week. Well, that, that most definitely will. That, I, I told you that's a possibility. Uh, you know, the Super Bowl can be moved back a couple weeks. So if they have to do that, they will. And that's that is one of the uh, uh, that is one of the options. So th- there's no question um, that can be done, and and that's a possibility. So they they already you know those possibilities have been discussed uh, before. You know, one other thing about the uh, Wolf's point about forfeiting. You know, when the league um, fined those coaches $100,000 for not wearing a mask and now are threatening suspensions if there's another violation, they are trying to make a point by saying, look, you need to wear a mask. They could want, they could in this instance, although I doubt it, but they could uh, make the Titans forfeit to send a message to every team and all the players that, look, you better be more careful or this is what can happen. Right. You can forfeit the game. So um, there's always that possibility as well. I would agree with you, Jerry. Again, I 
to me, I was hard and fast, play the game or forfeit. Because the other right, unintended right. consequences that roll out here is what you know. At what point now you come along and um, what are the parameters? Are it you know two covids and and three you know I'm sorry two players covid and, and three personnel? Is it four? Is it you know what are what are the the parameters that you have? Or is it one Lamar Jackson? Man, if what if Lamar got it? Right, and then they'd say, "Oh, we can't play without Lamar. There's no way we could play." And and now you've got these arguments going back and forth. And to me, the fairest way is, you know, you either play or you don't play, forfeit. You know, however it goes, that's seemingly in my mind. And you know, that that's the easiest way to just handle this. Yeah, I think. I know you you play it like Lamar Jackson is hurt. <laughs> I don't know that one. You know, and I don't know, fellas, if they will take into account, despite all their um, uh, warnings, I don't know if they will take into account the extreme nature and circumstances of the virus and and not want to be so extreme in their punishment. Um, You know, if there was some other type of, say, natural disaster, you know, would they hold that against a team? You know, if for some reason, God forbid, they couldn't play the game because of some disaster. Right. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But to, right at this point, I, I could tell you nothing would surprise me. We are getting to that that type of feeling, are we not? I mean, you know, you look at this, and, and again, if you start to let these games say, okay, you got a COVID outbreak here or there, but I go back again to the Vegas Raiders, if you are starting to do things like that, and how you know how does that affect the Steelers? For instance, if the Steelers were going to play, and they there would be a COVID outbreak. Hey, you you know those guys are not adhering to protocols. I mean, you've got to sit right, on them or something. Right. They would deserve to give up a game. I'm not saying that Tennessee should. Mike Vrabel has come out and said you can't blame the organization, but no, you can't blame the Titan organization. But at the same time, you can't make it there. The effect of the Titans organization's bad luck have an effect on the Steelers' season either. So, you know, it's like we go round and round with this, Jer. Yeah, yeah, and, and you're right about that. And, you know, to a degree, and I understand uh, Mike's point, you know, he can't police 53 players once they leave the locker room. It's the same nightmare that college coaches go through with 80 and 90 players on their 80 or whatever the number is on their roster, um, you know, when those young kids leave the uh, facility in college. Um, that being said, um, you know, as, as best somebody is held accountable and somebody is held responsible. And so the only way to do that, unfortunately, for the organization is to punish the organization for the right. same reason those coaches were fined $100,000 right. and, and the organization was fined $250,000. Um, so they, you know, they hold the organization accountable because it's up to them to mandate as best as they can and police this thing as best as they can to behave the way you need to behave so you don't have a virus outbreak. Yeah, you know, and uh, I, I think it's uh, um, I think it's very wise because uh, uh, the Steelers would, uh, you know, play in the Tennessee and they could have gotten uh, the COVID outbreak too. That's, I guess the biggest thing is the unknown knowing how long the infectious period lasts. You know, will they, uh, you know, 
Is there more coming out? I was laughing because I told Tunch, I go, you know, the only thing you do is if at the very worst, you, you, you push it back to Monday, you got some practice on, on Saturday, Sunday, you could be like us in 81. We practiced on a Wednesday at Three Rivers. John Kolb and John Banizak got in a fight on 101 pass rush. Then you fly down <laughs> Miami and you play the game on Thursday. That's how it was done old school. You know, go right ahead right, and do it. Right. <laughs> and, you know, these guys, these guys, are uh, you know, they don't like the Thursday night games, but they're accustomed to it. They play Sunday. They're off Monday. Tuesday's very light. Wednesday's close to a normal practice, maybe, or Tuesday is. And then Wednesday's a little bit lighter. Right. They're basically one and a half practices. And then they go play the game. So Tennessee can certainly do it. I think that is that part of it is overrated because they are preparing. They are having virtual meetings and things like that. And you know what? Their bodies get a chance to rest. I think the fact of a short practice week is terribly overrated. Yeah, you know what? I, you know, I'm 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 curious to how they fix this. Yeah. Uh, and so I'm curious. I'm how curious to see what other dominoes yeah, go yeah. down and, as we and, go along. And I'm curious to see how the Raiders uh, fare. What, what comes up with them? Yeah. Jerry, in the time we got left, Deontay Johnson, have you heard anything about him? Concussion, concussion protocol and all such? No, I haven't, but it's all a moot point now. Um, and, and, you know, even if they played it on Monday or even Tuesday, I think. At that point, they would have known whether he's out of protocol, even if the game was Sunday. I think they would have known, regardless of what day it would have been played, he either was going to be out of it or he was going to remain in it. Playing it a day or two later, I don't think was going to impact his status one way or another. He was either going to play Sunday or he wasn't, and it wouldn't have made a difference whether it was Monday or Tuesday. Real quick, Jerry, i got to ask you, was Deontay, did he go into concussion protocol after the Cleveland game last year? In Cleveland? Yeah, because he got a concussion, uh, but I, what got overstated was the fact that he was bleeding from his ear. Oh, yes, yes. He took, uh, but that was wrong. Uh, he was bleeding from his ear, but not because of the, taking a hit to the head. It's right. Because when he got hit, he, his ear was inside his ear was lacerated. He had a cut. That's got why it. he was bleeding, not because it was oozing out of his head. So thanks, Jerry. Uh, it's always a pleasure having you Gotta on go with break, us. brother. Appreciate you. All right, boys. Always good chat with you. All right, Jerry Dulac from McKeesport. <laughs> and uh, the Post-Gazette. Yeah, and the Post-Gazette. Uh, McKeesport. McKeesport Jerry. We're, That's we're, it, the cool McKeesport Jerry. We're going to take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. Turnovers are, are huge. That's a big part. And um, just playing a complimentary football, you know, the defense and us having like a second half like we did, where defense shuts them out, we come back and control the game pretty well. That's those are what those are what makes great teams. Being able to play the playoff, each other play together, special teams as well. And obviously having Gally Ben Ben back speaks for itself. You know, guys, he's the quarterback. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf 
Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So that was David DeCastro talking about uh, the season thus far. 3-0 start, Chalooch. Yeah, That's a great start. Yeah, That's the and, way to go. And, uh, you know, uh, we wanted to play this week. Yes. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah, they, they want to play this week. But, uh, you know. Uh, it is what it is. It is the frustrations is. are sure to abound. Um, right. I would say, again, the only thing I would say is Deontay Johnson is probably going, yeah, I like this. It's okay. I'll, yeah. You know, I would, uh, you know, I'll take the, the week off. But yeah. um, I, I truly believe that the NFL, this one is, yeah, it's one that you might have wanted to pull back. But right. such is life. And I don't want to waste the 3-0 and start. I hope they can keep their momentum going. Right. Uh, the mojo is, is going in the right direction. But, uh, again, we're just going to have to see how so it goes. So Philly's coming in next week. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, let's go to the phones. Dano in Florida. Dano, welcome to the locker room, brother. Yeah, gentlemen, how's everybody in the clubhouse today? We're doing good. Yeah. You know, I don't know how in the clubhouse on the south side they're doing. It's you got to be disgruntled thinking, uh, you know, I was planning on getting a, a game this you weekend, know, and and it ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I, I agree with you, Wolf. Uh, I'm a little uh, disappointed about the postponement slash rescheduling of the game, but also I I, I don't know if you heard this, Wolf, or not. But I uh, overheard uh, some people talking about there's also a postponement of the consumption of chocolate chip cookies for the weekend. Oh, you're kidding me. Yeah. All right. I'm taking up arms over that one. And, you know, Wolf. I'm taking up arms, baby. Yeah, Wolf is miserable (laughs) because there's uh, a postponement of the consumption of chocolate chip cookies. I have the innate gift. God God gave me this. I can look at a bunch of tray full of chocolate chip cookies and without air. I can pick the one with the most chocolate chips in it, and I don't even have to count. It's a gift. I don't. Even have, I don't even have to work at it. Well, if I was a gambling man, my money's on you. <laughs> so, what else you got, Dano? Okay. Well, I wanted to ask you guys, what does with the postponement slash rescheduling of it? What does that do to a player's mindset, and does it hurt the team's continuity? Slash mojo uh, of this week because you prepare you were getting ready to prepare for one team and now you got to get ready to prepare for another one and does that that time frame that uh, layoff so to speak uh, does that does that kind of kill the, the momentum I mean you know what the, what does that do you know you know um dano i i think that i would be happy that there's no game this week uh being uh the covid uh is uh throughout the tennessee team and uh i would be happy not playing the game because uh you know you're 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 watching you're careful and uh you don't want to get it the after effects of what's going on th- Aside from that, and Tunch makes a great point, all right, but here's the thing about it. You just started to kind of crest the hill of preseason, all right? You're starting to come along. You, you watch all the elements, the, the, the offense, the running game, the passing game starts coming together. You look at the defense. You know, he had a little blurb here in the running game with Denver and Mel Gordon uh, doing what he did, but the defense has been outstanding, and I, I just don't want to see them take a step back. That's right. the only thing about it. Yeah. Now, you've got yeah, a I veteran team. 
leadership is going to be important and leadership got to make sure everybody this is something that's i'm sure they're talking about like crazy in-house fellas this weekend don't go in and do anything stupid don't do anything right. stupid. You know, the, the Mike right. Tomlin speech, don't be that guy. Right. You know, when they break mini camp before they go into training camp, when you have that Sahara-like experience where all the players are off on their own and, and out away from the coaches, and Mike Tomlin goes to the guys that, uh, you know, when he releases them, he says, don't be that guy that shows up in the press headlines doing something stupid. Right, right. You know, so that's going to be important. That's one of the downsides in my mind is that um, the potential – for taking a step back when you're moving forward, uh, that that's a that's a p- potential. Yeah, deficit. and don't be that guy <laughs> like the Raiders. Yeah, <laughs> the Raiders. Uh, thank you, Chalucha, yeah. proving my point. Okay, all right. Well, I appreciate it, guys. I just wanted to wanted to uh, see what you thought about that. All and, right. Uh, I just uh, also, uh, if I can give, since we don't have a game this weekend. I, I want to give my game balls out anyway, okay. if I could. Uh, one going to uh, Mojo Al. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he's a legend. Yes, I love he is. listening to him, uh, and I miss, I'm glad he called in. I miss, miss hearing from him. And also to the gentleman uh, yesterday that called in, uh, James from Ohio. I want to give him a game ball. Uh, I, I want him to, to know to keep the faith and to, to keep on battling. I, knew, I heard that he was going through some chemo and some and yes. cancer there. Yeah. So, uh, I want to give those game balls out to those two individuals. And uh, you guys, please take care. Have a great weekend. God bless you both. Love you. All right. Love God you, bless bro. you, God buddy. bless. Love you. You know, that's a, that's Steelers Nation. That's All right. cool. All yeah. right. Give game balls out, not just to the players, but to members of Steelers Nation. Yeah. Who uh, call in. Yeah. Call in. And, and uh, that's uh, it's uplifting. Good uh, deal. All right. Let's go to the phone. CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room, brother. Hey, what's going on, you two old folks? Nation, Chicago. How the heck you doing this morning, guys? We're confused. I came in and Tunch you- said, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah." I know you're not surprised. So Tunch says the whole game's rescheduled, and I go, "Okay, you mean they pushed it back to money?" No, no, no. It's it's been rescheduled. And I go, "I didn't realize at that moment our whole show." We're shot. <laughs> because we were talking about the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, everything I prepared for this morning, I get up early in the morning, watch it film, doing my charts, everything, and all of a sudden I realize, okay, it's all done. It, it's done. So anyhow, we're trying to reload here. Hey, Wolf, are you talking about you or are you talking about me? Because I'm in the same thing, man. This, I didn't go to, I'm usually up most of the night, so... Uh, Last night, I'm you know I'm getting all my little stuff together on on, on my Facebook page and everything, right? You know, in four days, and so I, I I come in here and I said, well, I'm not gonna go to sleep. I'm just gonna hang out. And so um, it takes me a while to, to get in on the phone, and then when I get in on the phone, uh, Jacob is saying, well, you know, we got a whole bunch of stuff going on, and all of a sudden, you guys are saying the game is is postponed. I'm like, what the? But you know what? These are trying times, man. Yes. And it, it is what it is. And uh, before I go any further, though, I just want to uh, shout out to the to in the locker rooms, uh, uh, Baker's dozen plus. And uh, I'm, I'm gonna go along with the brother just now, uh, and I'm gonna I'm shout out to, to to James too. And uh, I, w- I wish the best for you, brother. Yes. So anyway, uh, getting back to all this all this stuff going on. Hey man, it is what it is. 
And we need to be focused as a, as a team, uh, as an inside locker room of our crew, also as, as Steeler Nation members, because right now this team is at a point in time where they've got everything going for them as far as progression, uh, working on defense, working on offense, coaching staff, uh, 3-0, and first time in, in like 10 years or what have you. And all this, all this stuff is putting out there in front of us to, to distract us, to, to get us off, off our game plan. But all we got to do is, like you said, don't be the guy. Stay focused. Right. But I'm telling you, brothers, if we come through this, through all this adversity, and at the end of the year, we got number seven, it's going to be times to be remembered. What say you? I would agree with you. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I, I you know one of the th- th- things that uh, I've uh, I, I'm cautious about is because yesterday Ben didn't practice and Marquise didn't practice, uh, and Al didn't practice and Dave didn't practice. Right. Uh, okay. But you know what? I, I you know I think they they have to practice the rest of this week to to stay sharp. Uh, you know, because sharpening uh, the sword yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, because there, Again, there's, there's a two game points next week. we I think we agree on Chaluchas. We yeah. don't want to lose the momentum right. that has been generated thus far. Yes, and the second thing is, is that gives an opportunity for someone to don't be that guy to be that guy, and that's right. that's the part that scares me. Yeah, you yeah. know that that's interrupting momentum too. You know, so hopefully, I'm sure with the leadership on this club, everyone gets their hand in the pile, so to speak, and they don't pull a Raiders type move, and uh, they stay safe and secure. Yeah, um, and but, it sounds like the Steelers are staying safe and secure. Right, I think yeah, they're doing. Yeah, Ben said, work. Uh, you know, Ben said, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm homeschooling my kids. Uh, well, yeah. Ashley's uh-huh. homeschooling. Yeah, I was gonna wait a minute. You know, I got. I want to ask Ben: Is he really homeschooling his kids, or is the good lady Ashley, his, yeah. his wife, doing the job? Because I, you know, we did. Because I know I, 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 we went through a period of time. Said, "Yeah, I'm homeschooling," and then all of a sudden, Faith is next to me, and she's like, "Who?" I, oh yeah, you're homeschooling the kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if anything, you homeschooling the kids in the in, in the home ec aspect. Oh yeah, okay. I'll taste the home ec. Uh, you know the tests that they do. You know the the, so, the cooking tests. Uh, as far as uh, um, thinking about people um, for the show, man, uh, it would be nice to get that that uh, that tight end we had. Not tight, uh, Randy Grossman. Yeah, he absolutely. Was, we'll put him on the list. By the way, we're going to have Kendall Simmons in the locker room uh, yeah. this Friday. Okay. That'll work. So, yes. Hey guys, I'm a, I'm gonna back out and let some other guys get in. So. Uh, I hey, appreciate you guys. Love you, Steeler Nation. Uh, you guys make my day. Uh, so, in the meantime, in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here, here we go. go. All right. Thank you, CR. Thank you, CR. Steelers Nation Chicago. Right, 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 right. Love uh, that. All right. Yeah. All right. We're gonna uh, we're gonna go to break or uh, uh, yeah. Or we're, we're going we're, to break. Yeah. We're gonna take uh, your calls after the commercial. Uh, we're get we've got Robbie in Raleigh uh, next up on the the list. All right, four one two nine one nine one three one six. All right, that's did I nail that? Yeah, you oh, nailed, I nailed it. it. You Thank nailed you. It. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I did. All right, we're gonna take a break. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and we'll be back after this.
everybody's watching you. Uh, it's something that we talked about, you know, going through the situation, how we came into the season. We knew it was going to need to be a, a team effort. You know, we we're going to have to have a lot of uh, continuity. And I think we've just been able to do that, man. It's been a great push and pull. I uh, really like the direction we're going in. we got to keep that going. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Vinny Williams talking about uh, we got to keep this going. And now you got to keep it going because of the bye week. Absolutely. Yeah. Chalooch, think about this. Vinny's talking about, you know, the, the, the momentum's been good and everything. We got some nice Eagles mellow song because I am melancholy. Yeah. I can't believe the game's not happening this weekend. I'm just, I don't know. Yeah, you're sad. I'm going to go eat more cookies. Yeah, you're I gonna... think way in Wednesday next week's going to be really bad. Right, yeah, because it... it... I'm already predicting a major yeah, yeah, crash. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going down. Oh, it's going we're down. We're going down. Uh, um, you know, I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm going <laughs> to eat a piece of cake. Uh, good, good. All right, uh, let's go to Robbie in Raleigh. Robbie, what's happening, brother? Uh, welcome to the locker room. Hey, praise the Lord, guys. How you doing? I'm um, doing good. That's the way to come in strong. Yeah, we're we're doing great, buddy. A couple things real quick. Um, I'm, Wolf, I want to agree with you on uh, these games. I really think they should um, forfeit. And the reason why I ask is, okay, they rescheduling this game. Right. So what if, what if uh, the week before that game is supposed to be played, something happened with Pittsburgh? Oh yeah, yeah. Now yeah. what are they going to do? Absolutely, <laughs> they're going to push it. They're going to. They're going to push it uh, uh, to uh, the wild card weekend and push the wild card weekend. I see. There's, there's too many things. Yeah, that could happen. Look, what if Ben gets hurt before the October 25th thing? I mean, just saying. And yeah. knock on wood. I'm, I'm. That's my head. I'm banging on. Yeah. Right. Okay. So the fact is, yeah. you've got a lot of things that could happen between now and then, and it just. To me, it's like Ben said. Hey, we're basically Ben saying, "I'm doing what we're supposed to do. This is what you said we do. Right. We stay home. We we adhere to the protocol. We're not the Raiders. We're not out there at fundraisers without masks, things like that. You know, play the game. Yeah. Knock, on, knock on wood yeah. if you're with me, <laughs> yeah. John Gruden. Yeah, yeah. And it's just too many things that can happen. I mean, this could happen to another team that's getting ready to play Pittsburgh. So you got you're in the process. You're gonna be you will constantly be rescheduling games that the season will never be over with. So I'm like you guys. Now, actually, I'm I'm kind of slow. That's what I thought that they uh, expanded the uh, practice squad. That's board. what like they did. Had a couple people to come down with it. Yep. And then okay, they don't play, and you bring the other two people up. Now I understand it's about safety. I and I and I want everybody to be safe, but right. I think they're going about this the wrong way because they're opening up a can that they're not going to be able to control if if it goes like this. I just don't like that. Here's I, I the really other thing. Know. Here's what we got to look at, fellas. You notice Minnesota has had no positive tests, right? All right, Minnesota and right. Tennessee played. You've got one. There's an outbreak, and you've got nothing coming out of Minnesota. Now, I don't know if you're right. a conspiracy theorist like Jacob and me. <laughs> we tend to, we, you know, you wonder what's going on in Minnesota. Is it truly there's nothing going on, or what? All right. So it it may end, and it makes me wonder then how transferable and during a contest during a game is it if it's exactly. you, you know you had players in there, Daquan. 
Jones was in there. He's a nose tackle. Yeah. He's right in the middle and the thick yeah. of it. Right. And so Marquise yeah. Pouncey is probably happy that we're not playing. No, but I'm talking about the Minnesota Center. Yeah. Oh, yeah. How about that? I, I don't know. Yeah. It makes me wonder. So just one yeah, of those things uh, to put out there, you know? Yeah, um, real quick, a couple more things I want to shut up and get off the stuff. Um, I like what you said, uh, guys, about how Ben is spreading the wealth around. Right. Uh, that, that's excellent. Because how do you – it's really hard to plan for them uh, if you don't know who their go-to person is. Especially, uh, I commented last week about them need to throw to the tight end more. And I listen to, listen to you guys because you guys are just like, hey, Robbie, be patient, be patient. And I saw last week – that uh, they went to Ebron a, a whole lot, which right. really pleased me. I, I, I really love that. And, and last but not least, I know you guys are real knowledgeable. I want to ask you, do you remember the pass that was thrown to Chase Claypool uh, with like two minutes and something to go? The when now the ball was fumbled. Yeah. Was in, yeah. My question is this. I, I thought the clock was supposed to stop when it's out of bounds. If you remember, that happened at two minutes and 12 seconds. And they huddled together, and every, all the officials, and they ruled that it was fumbled before it went out of bounds, uh, before it went in the end zone, and then they wound the clock, and it went out to the two-minute warning. Doesn't the clock supposed to stop? I thought it was in the last two minutes. minutes yeah, you I know, don't know. The, okay. the clock is supposed to stop after the last four minutes. Is it? Uh, and right. uh, I don't know. Yeah. But, I can I can ask around for yeah, Robin, but, but the fact know, is that's one of those things that's kind of mysterious to an offensive lineman. Yeah, the fumble you that know? goes out of bounds, I think they keep they yeah. keep it uh, going. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, 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 now, Robbie, if you ask me about holding, okay, I can tell you all about holding. I can tell you about clipping. I can tell you all about clipping. I can I can tell you all about going to the face. <laughs> <laughs> give, give him a face wash. I, 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 but some of those things like you punching, just described. Punch yeah. did a face. Yeah. I, I could tell you about yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. But some of the things you just described, they're, they're, they're kind of a mystery to ex-offensive linemen, you know? Yeah, okay, I got you, buddy. Hey, listen, I appreciate you guys. Shout out to the Dirty Dozen or the AKA, what is it, the 12, Baker? What did you call them? Baker's Baker, Dozen Plus. Baker's Dirty Dozen, dozen. Plus. Bacon does us. There you go. But shout out to them too. Hey, listen, love you guys, man, and uh, I'll, I'll be listening all throughout the week, man. Love you too. Thank you, brother. Love God's you love to you, my friend. God bless you, buddy. Absolutely. All right. Thanks all right, for let, calling. Uh, let's go to Nick in Tampa. Nick, welcome to the locker room. How you doing, bro? Hey, look, guys. Why can't they just give them some Tennessee moonshine and clear this thing up? <laughs> you think a little that'll that'll kill anything, right? Yeah, that'll kill the virus. <laughs> you know, I, I had a uh, my freshman year at Indiana State. So no, I, I haven't had a drink in two years, but uh, or tw- uh, twenty years. I was going to say that's uh, been yeah, a lot yeah, longer. Twenty years. I made a covenant with God uh, yes. not to drink. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, a guy, Mark Eilers. Uh, who is from Tennessee? He brought moonshine in, and he he gave it to me, and, yeah. and I and I drank it, and I started puking. Oh, that stuff will kill anything. I think you're right about that, Nick. You know, I'm upset about this because now my wife's going to have a to do list. Oh no, <laughs> no! Don't tell her the game has been postponed. You no, know, she told me. She was oh. the one that came out and told me. Oh, so, uh, you're done. You're done, Nick. You are you, you are well done and toasted. Hey, I would have kept I would have kept it not not done any work on Sunday anyway, but uh 
now, if the game would have been played Monday or Tuesday, she would have. For, I would have maybe had an excuse not to do the to do. Right. Hey, I, I appreciate that touch that uh, that you have that uh, that covenant. Yeah. Uh, yes. Yeah. Because I didn't you trust myself to, to say <laughs> I quit, so I made a covenant with God. You know what? I think it's prudent that they. I don't like it, but I think it's prudent that they cancel the game. It's, yeah. Uh, with, you don't know. And there could even be lawsuits as a result of it that you're making me play when you know. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't even want to think about that. Yeah. And and the thing I'm glad about, and the thing that we can rejoice over, at least we are having a season. Yeah. You know, an NFL And I'm grateful for that. And, uh, you know, my prayers will go out uh, to the Tennessee uh, Titans. I don't know if they did – wrong or not but my prayers go out to them anyway i am a little upset about the, uh the raiders and uh yeah what good does it do you to isolate and to, and to wear masks and then to go out into a public setting and and not wear them right. as, a, as, a, as a team function and uh do you think uh the nfl come down hard on them for that i think so i got to i think so Look, Nick, if you have a situation now where you and everybody's going to be watching if if the Raiders get an outbreak, um that to me that that would mitigate you'd have to re, you'd have to forfeit any games. That's the most severe penalty you can have in my mind is to forfeit the games. And uh they they I, instead of moving it, I would certainly think that's uh, you're saying right now, okay, we didn't adhere to the protocols, so yeah, you're going to have to come slam on them. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I think they're going to get Think five. about this. They also had an individual who got around the security checkpoints into the Raiders' locker room. Yeah. And that was that was basically at Gruden's behest, whatever that means. You know, for whatever reason, this individual was allowed to come through. Gruden okayed it. So, you know, you got to pay the price if, if something would go wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with you on that. The NFL has to make a case over this and so that these issues don't happen in the future because, you know, it's, it's the Tomlin philosophy of one fell, we all fell. Yeah. And you can't, can't have the coach promoting it, uh, 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 you know, uh, a careless uh, philosophy. Right. Uh, uh, guys, you know, the NFL is a billion-dollar business, and they knew – Going into the season, uh, Nick, it's almost a ten billion dollar a year business. Yeah. All right. So, and, and the point is, is I wonder if they should have built in multiple buys just for this season, uh, for such an instance. Uh, not that every team would be off like on week four or something like that, but certain amount of teams would be off on week four. Certain amount of teams would be on week week five, and then you know continue that every quarter of the season so that they could have had these makeup games. Uh, well, here's where I think it, it, they, they have done this in, in this sense, Nick. Uh, according to sources, supposedly the, the stadium down in Tampa has been reserved for all of February, April, March, and April. Uh, if that's right. true, then that would, to me, say, all right, they're saying we can move this and, you know, that's the final product. Yeah. The big thing is to crown a Lombardi winner so that whatever they got to do between now and then you know I think that they're prepared to do but I just 
in my mind with the practice squad and extra players and the protected players and and like ben said basically it's down to all right we're doing what you ask you got the extra people uh it's player forfeit that's the way you go just keep the train rolling yeah yeah i I don't mind the game being postponed but I, i think it is more detrimental to the steelers team to lose the bye later in the season and uh I think that could be costly for them. Uh, it, everybody realizes that early buys aren't the best. That the later season, no. it's better buy in the mid season or later in the season, so you could get healthy. Yes, uh, yeah. Uh, getting away from this topic, guys. Uh, this is my last question or last point. Uh, I'm not asking you who the best player is. I'm asking you who plays, who has played the best so far over these three games at these positions, and I'll start with the offensive line. I'm not asking for the best offensive line player. Who has played the best on the offensive line? Pounce. Pouncey. Pouncey. Yeah, yeah, I would say. Um, I would agree. Wide, what about wide receiver? Wide uh, receiver. Chase Claypool. Deontay. Deontay. Yeah, I'd, I'd give it to De- yeah, Deontay. Yeah, That's they, more they, spread they, out. They've all, they've all been uh, We're down to a minute, Nick. You know, here's the, the thing I would tell you. If you ask me right now, um, if I had a, a, a three-game MVP, I'd give it to Mike Hilton. I, I'd give it to Stefan Tuitt. There you go. That, that's where yeah. we would go. Yeah. yeah. There's several good candidates there. All right, guys. Uh, keep up the good work. All right. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate you, you, brother. Uh, We're going to take a break, uh, and uh, we'll we'll be back back with uh, your calls. He's Wolf, I'm Tunch, and you are in the locker room. Thank you. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. You know, Rosalita is my favorite boss song. That and Born to Run. Yeah, I, I, I'm... There's, the, you know, there, there's such joy when he comes up. Remember when we were in Super Bowl 43? Yeah. And he's on the stage and kicking it, and the big man was on the horn. And, All right. You know, it was just, it was awesome. It was, I was 15 feet from the stage, man. It was so oh, cool. Oh, man, you were so lucky. Oh, I was. What yeah. a blessing that was. And I just think that his music brings such joy to so many people. I know Jacob loves it. Yeah, yeah. His dad loves it. His dad raised you right, buddy. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're just grooving on a little boss. All right, let's go to Nick in Connecticut. Nick, uh, welcome to the locker room, brother. How you doing, buddy? I'm I'm great, guys. How you doing? Fabulous, Good. Nick. Uh I just I just had a couple things. Uh I kind of I'll take a little bit of issue with what um, Roethlisberger was saying about, uh, you know, the uh, practice squad. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it seems to me that that would be okay to have the practice squad if, you know, if it was like one or two guys. But if it's, 
you know, four or five guys down with this COVID thing. COVID's contagious. So, I mean, you know, the chances of it spreading to, you know, more guys on the team are pretty high. And, um, you know, it looks like Tennessee has a problem down there. They have Well, here's the problem also. Yeah. Minnesota doesn't have a problem. Yeah. You know, I know. And they just Which played Minnesota. And so my Which point. Is crazy. Yeah. And, and, you know, a Wolf, I agree with you. There might be some conspiracy theory things going on. <laughs> Do they have a problem? Don't they? But obviously, Tennessee doesn't have control of it. And, you know, if I was a Steelers player going into this, those guys play through injuries and they're super tough. And, you know, I can't even imagine uh, doing that. But would you want to play a team that doesn't have control of, you know, whether or not their players have COVID or not? You know, that's kind of like. I don't know if I would want to do that, it's especially if I've been so careful, you know? It's difficult for me to say now as a 62-year-old man on the other side right. of it, but back right. then, we were 10 feet tall and bulletproof, oh, and we'd have said, yeah, you know, we, you just, you played. You know, that was it. Yeah, so, but, you know, the guys, they got to worry about their families and stuff, too. I know? understand, yeah. and I, again, know? I go back to my original statement with my wife. I said to my wife, I said, you know, when guys were opting out, I go, well, you know what? What if it was a situation where we come into the season and would I play? And what if you were pregnant? And she said, Are "You kidding me?" She said, "With the money available, you go stay in a hotel. You stay there all season long. Right. I'll have the child. I'll take care of the family. You get it done. You bring home the right. bacon. All right. So right. that that's the way that would have fallen. Right. Right. And that initially, when this thing came out." I would have said that the problem in Tennessee was like a leadership problem because Tomlin has come out and said, like you said, you know, his thing is don't be that guy. Right. And, uh, you know, you don't know what these guys are doing in some states. You know, you don't even have to wear masks to go anywhere. Or, you know, like you guys were talking about the Raiders. And stuff. Right. I mean, they're kind of like doing their own thing, which is. You know, I mean, it might well, be they're going to sit on them. Believe you me, for the rest of the league. Yeah, you know, I think the Raiders are going to get fined. Yeah, they're going to have some issues there. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, Go ahead. We the only two other things I had. There are two other quick things. Uh, Jerry Dulac is awesome. Yes, he is. I love hearing from him. The cool is himself. Uh, yeah, I love hearing the music to lead in. That's great. And did you guys know that Claypool was a gunner at Notre Dame? Yeah. You know, he made like. 30 tackles. Yeah. I didn't know he made like 30 tackles. I knew he had some experience on. Yeah. He is a monster. But at some some point in time, I'm going to take that monster ship into pure wide receiver and get it done. That's right. Okay. Thank you, brother. Appreciate you. All right. All right, buddy. Talk to you. Take care. All right. uh, Let's go to the phones. Mike in Seattle. Mike, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, guys. How are you? Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, brother. Hey, I just want to kind of switch topic here because we all know we're being punished for not playing on Sunday. But uh, I want to talk to you guys because I know you guys are veteran offensive linemen. Something that I've noticed from this past week's game, uh, T.J. Watt played a great game. But I also noticed there was a couple times where he got put in a headlock. Oh, yeah.
19.5% fewer than last year. So as you guys as offensive linemen, I know you don't like talking about it because if you get away with a hole, you get away with a hole. But I feel like this is going to be a quarter season, you know, with all these penalties that some of them are not slot, some of them where they're called bad, you know, bad interference. What do you guys think about this? And is this going to be a challenge going forward? If you're asking me about the the you know the no, literally the, yeah the chokeholds that have listen James Harrison led the league in that guys were constantly putting the hadaka jame which is a, a Japanese term for the rear naked choke they're putting the the, the chokehold on him right because he was yeah. short and he'd throw the no dip just rip he'd throw that uppercut spin him like a turnstile and that's a problem the league needs to start calling this stuff if these guys the offensive tackles would learn to work the line and punch like tunch and i say that with all uh you know in, in sincerity and Chalute, you've worked with these guys. Right. But these guys envelop and they give away the corner because they 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 cannot time their hands and their feet together. Right. All right. They have to. You have to step and punch every time you punch. Yeah. And if you don't, you end up putting a guy in a headlock. You know, a, and a, they, a they they want to uh, hold and dance. Yeah, and that's that 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 it takes away the the advantage that an outside pass rusher has if he can get up the field on these guys. But an offensive line, a good tackle, can shut off that outside rush every time if he would just punch. Right. Yeah, and would you guys agree, if it wasn't for that chip from the tight end, I don't think TJ would have had a sack this If If TJ wouldn't have gotten a sack if not for the chip from the tight end, is that right. what you're saying? Yeah, that sack that he got Oh yeah. Well, you're going to do that. Mm, that's one of the, the the great countermeasures you can take to help. Uh, maybe if you have an offensive lineman that is uh, less than you know excellent, you can use the back, the tight end, what have you, to chip. When you get chipped, you yeah. go inside. Yeah. Who's Rodney? What was the the, the guy? Um, Rodney, the, the back we had that. Uh, oh, Rodney Carter. Oh, Rodney. Oh, great get. Rodney Carter. Played and with Tunch and I, this guy would chip a guy, a defensive line. He'd nail him on their back. Yeah, I mean he was so strong and he could time that blow so well. I, when I got moved out to tackle, believe me, I was like going, "Hey, give me Rodney, give me Rodney." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh man, yeah. I feel like this year is going to be, uh, it's going to be like the whole rest of the year, man. It's, it's up and down and. Right now, I feel like you know we're being punished for not having to play, but also I feel like we're, we're being challenged because I agree with you, Will. I'm, I'm right now and with us having this bye week, I, it's in my deep gut like there's going to be some injuries coming on. You know, I've been telling people first four to five weeks you're going to have some major injuries, and now that you give us the bye now, man, challenge accepted. I'll take it. Thanks, guys. All right, thanks, brother. Uh, thanks right, for calling in. All right, Mike. All right, let's go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fabulous, good. brother. How you doing? Doing great. Shout out to my guys, the Big Reed Dozen crew. I heard <laughs> you change the name, so I got to go with the flow. I got to go with the Mosin Nation. Absolutely. <laughs> Okay, uh, hey Wolf, I have to agree with you on um, what you said about Ben when Ben was talking about homeschool. I'm with you, Wolf. 
Hey, we are men. We don't do the homeschooling. The wife do the homeschooling. <laughs> Boy, if my if I homeschooled my kids, I can't even begin to imagine how bad they would do academically. <laughs> hey, you, hey, you sound like me. Well, for either either my kids will be homeschooling me. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, okay. So, um, with the with the situation with the Raiders, hey, don't you? Hey, I expected that from the Raiders. Hey, they moved to Sin City, so we might as well call them the Sin City Raiders. <laughs> that's that, pretty that, good. That's one. great, one. That's, that's great. That was, that was, you know what? I Sin guess what, City Raiders. Yeah, what happens in Vegas doesn't stay in Vegas, apparently. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. With the Raiders. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, and uh, also with the um, with everything with the COVID, um, I think they did the right thing with pushing the game back. Just like for Deontay Johnson, I gave him an extra week, to, so maybe next week when we play the Eagles, he, he maybe he get to play. What right. do you guys think? Yeah, I think he's gonna play. Yeah, I would think. And, yeah, and also uh, I didn't know if you guys saw Juju um, interview. What you guys think about him trying to get Sam Donald to Pittsburgh? Sa- Sam Darnold. Darnold? Is that who you're talking yeah, about? Cause he, yeah, because remember how many Juju played together at USC? So oh, at USC. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, Juju, I don't know. Juju was, Juju was commenting about He said the guy is great. He does in a bad situation with the Jets. Oh, okay. He he, yeah, he said he, won't, he wouldn't mind a guy coming to Pittsburgh, but he said he loves his quarterback, Ben. <laughs> yeah, you might want to, uh, you know, yeah, he's a great. He, you, you love Sam Darnold. You played with him, but you know you finish up by saying, "I love my quarterback." All right, yeah. that's the way you do it if you're yeah. a wide receiver in yeah. Pittsburgh. Yeah. All righty, guys. I let you guys go. I guess I'll talk to you guys next week. When next weekend sounds guys good. Not the guys. All right, Jason. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you, Juan. Yeah, Jason, I'm sorry. We don't have time to take you, brother. Well, please call in tomorrow. Jason from Ch- New Hampshire. Yes, I know. Sorry, Jace. But we are going to have Kendall Simmons on tomorrow. Tomorrow night. Yeah, the tomorrow, good lady, yeah. Lynn, yeah. booked us uh, Lynn Kendall Molino. Simmons. Yes, and so we're so excited. Yeah, Thank yeah. Thank you, Miss Lynn. And, uh, that. and uh, we're going to uh, – he's Wolf Amtunch, and that's, we've run out of time. <laughs> uh, coming up next, Stan Severin, the godfather himself. Uh, God bless you all. He's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and you've been in the locker room.